0: And I know that's a big part of your story, being a single mom. It's the foundation of the book, the foundation of a lot of the things that you do. Tell me a little bit about that story for, for individuals that may not know.
1: Sure. Uh, so when I was 15, I got pregnant. And I got uh, pregnant as a result of a, a forced sexual encounter, mm-hmm. a friend mm-hmm. of a, a family member. Okay. And um, and I got pregnant. Yeah. But that's the big first big so what mm-hmm. <laughs> is... I could sit and I did and yeah. feel sorry for myself and, and want other people to feel sorry for me. Yeah. And they did too for mm-hmm. a little while. Yeah. But that's part what I try to teach people too is all right, what good is it doing for me to feel sorry yeah. for myself? Yeah. Is it helping me for other people to mm-hmm. feel sorry? It's like no, I had to say so what? And so I did. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um and that's how I graduated from high school on top of my class and yeah. ended up here in Memphis and have you know, done. A, I think a lot of cool things. Oh yeah. Here since I've been in Memphis, um, but it was because I embraced that so what mindset, yeah. and I applied it to everything in my business. Because mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur, you've yeah. been an entrepreneur longer than I have, um, I think. <laughs> but um, it gets hard. Yeah. But you have to say so what And mm-hmm. again? Saying so what is about solutions. Like, all right, that's the problem. So oh, what? Yeah. How do we move to the solution? So.
0: And. I've, and I've had to say so what uh, in my career a lot of times. It may not have been so what, but the mindset behind it, you just you have to move forward. But I've faced a lot of these challenges as a grown man, as an entrepreneur. You had to say so what at such an early age. Like that seems very difficult. And I know uh, a part of your journey is talking to, you know, high school, uh, college students and things like that. How, does, how do you resonate that so would at such an early age with some of the challenges that they're facing right now?
1: Yeah, well for me, and I try to, cause I hope. a lot of, some of them have the challenges that I face, okay. and some of them don't most of them don't, mm-hmm. but they have their own yeah, challenges, yeah. right? So for me, I just and I remember, I can, you know going back to the moment now, of this is my situation mm-hmm. what do I want, what do I see for my future? <laughs>
0: Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode real quick. I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're going to be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're going to see a link. That link is going to give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we going to roll out? We're going to be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game, to the next level this summer. You're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. Look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, I am excited. I need you guys to do me a favor. Grab a pen and a pad. I rarely say this in interviews, but do me a favor. Grab a pen and a pad because I want you guys to take notes. I have a special guest with me, Miss Summer Owen. Summer, you doing okay today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I know your schedule is extremely you know, busy, <laughs> so I want to first say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come and share some information. Honored to
1: be here. Yeah,
0: with, with, our, uh, with our guests. So our guests are entrepreneurs. Uh, startup entrepreneurs, maybe entrepreneurs that's been in business for a few years, but uh, they're stuck and they're trying to figure out how do they go to the next level. So, my goal with the Equity Tap, our goal is to help entrepreneurs raise their business IQ through uh, information that we can provide to them uh, so they can tap into their uh, full business equity. So the Equity Tap. So that's kind of where we are. So Summer, listen, I want to jump right into this. I know we've done some talking a little bit off camera. Uh, and one of the things, man, whenever I do these interviews that I, I look at and I can tell that it's going to be a good interview is through the research process. And when I was researching you, I, I promise you, I could've, it could have been a book. Yeah. <laughs> Your accomplishments are crazy. So we'll dive into some of that. I'll let you tell your story a little bit. But one of the things that I saw that really impressed me being an entrepreneur getting into this whole digital media space was your ability to monetize your life story. And I've heard you tell your story and I think it's amazing coming from where you started it to where you're at right now. But talk to me about this whole monetization because you were in corporate America for 15 years? Almost 20. Almost 20. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how did you make that transition and what was that process like?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. So I figured it out along the way, okay. and I'm still figuring it out. Let uh-huh. me let me put that out there first. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was in, in corporate for a while. Um, Grizzly Service Master, FedEx, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah we dive into all of it. I wrote the book mm. about my life, and um, I never intended to monetize my life or my mm-hmm. story or anything like that. But I wrote the book. It got Picked up. People got um, interested. Okay. <laughs> and I made um, national international media. Okay. What but was the name book? of the book? The name of the book is Life After Birth, mm-hmm. A Memoir of Survival and Success as a okay. Teenage Mother. And um, and that was just me sharing my story, which we'll probably talk about that a little bit more, too. But so I started doing that, and, and then people started asking me to come and speak. Okay, People, mainly churches, schools, uh, and, and other organizations. Got it. And, um, and I don't like to do it. I'm shy. <laughs> I'll say that I'm shy. Uh-huh. <laughs> People are like, whatever. I am. Mm-hmm. But I started doing it because I was like, okay, Summer, you want to sell this book, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go do it. And so I would do it on my lunch break. Again, I was at FedEx at that time okay. working in advertising. So I would do it on my lunch break. And um and I would do it after work. Okay. People would line up to talk to me. Wow. I'm like, what is this? And it felt great. Mm-hmm. And it felt great, and I and I and I started to see I was giving people hope and okay. inspiration. And it was like, okay, this is really really cool. And so, fast forward to FedEx offering buyouts a couple years later.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: I I knew I I had begun to feel like, okay, some you gotta do this full time. Like this is yeah. why you've gone through stuff. Mm-hmm. To say it nicely, yeah. the stuff <laughs> that you've gone through in life. Is to be able to help other people, and so I knew I was going to leave FedEx. But then um, they offered the buyout, so I put in for the buyout. I was like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is a sign. This is my time. Yeah. Well, then uh, I didn't get the buyout.
0: Okay. Wow. And that's a
1: whole story too. Um, but I didn't get it, but I left anyway. And okay. that will be ten years wow. on June fifth. Congratulations. This June, it'll be ten years. Since so you've been I left an entrepreneur,
0: self-employed for ten years a now. Decade now. Yeah. A
1: decade. I've survived. So <laughs> yeah. So that's so anyway, so I wrote the book and and, and people started buying the book. So that's okay. monetization number one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I had lots of education lots of educators mm-hmm. asking me if I had curriculum. Okay. Go with the book. So I never even considered that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, yeah. Just one <laughs> minute. And so I did create that. And um, here we are. Now, that was eight years ago when this is the third version of it. We're in the third iteration of it. now it's, it's okay. powerful. Wow. They're workbooks. I have a fifth grade version, middle school, high school, teen parent, and first generation college student. Okay. Workbook. It's a literacy, life skills, and character education workbook. Yeah. And it's been powerful. Okay. So that's my uh, it's My organization number two. Um, well, in addition to the speaking. And so yeah. I discovered a speaking career. People okay. started asking me to speak. Like I said, I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. But I saw the impact mm-hmm. that I was making. And then I met some people who were doing it and I discovered I could do it yeah. and I actually have a career doing it. And so I speak. And that's what I do for a living. Okay, um, Primarily is gotcha. the speaking then I had the curriculum, then I also again, connected with important tip as an entrepreneur, connected with people who were doing what I was doing or doing what I wanted to do and I saw other ways to do it, so now I have online courses as well.
0: Okay, (laughs) yeah, that's cool. So Take me back just a little bit. You said marketing for FedEx Corporation. Is that what you went to school for? How did you get into marketing?
1: Yeah, so my undergraduate degree is in marketing. Okay, I have okay. a BBA. So, but I started my career at the Memphis Grizzlies in okay. marketing.
0: Got it.
1: So, I was a marketing manager at the Memphis Grizzlies okay. back in 2001 when the team first came. So, I like the probably the most exciting time. Okay. To be with <laughs> the Grizzlies, they were brand new, and I was there when we got to our first playoff game and the, okay. the, the first time we made it to the second round of the playoffs. I was there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know that was exciting. It was very exciting. And then I went to service master as a marketing manager there, and at the uh, FedEx, I was a marketing advisor. Wow.
0: So you've yeah, you've done some marketing for some major companies. How do you feel like your your marketing? And it's always interesting because I uh, I didn't go into corporate. I started as an entrepreneur early at 24. I just jumped right out and started business, and so I've never had the uh, opportunity to really compare. A corporate career to an entrepreneur career but i've always found it fascinating that when i talk to entrepreneurs that had an extensive corporate background how much they actually pull from their corporate background so is that similar for you mm, like
1: absolutely so i even i will even go as far as to say to a lot of young people who want to be entrepreneurs and i, and I applaud you for going straight into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who do that who are successful at that Yeah, but a lot of the value that I have, I feel like as an entrepreneur, is when well, I work for a lot of companies, well, or not a lot of companies, yeah. but three great companies, mm-hmm. and I learned yeah. so much yeah. from working for other companies, okay. I was like, versus as an entrepreneur, so I became an entrepreneur, that's a whole other learning, yeah. right? <laughs> and so at least I could pull from things that I've learned from other companies, people who have been running companies already. Okay. Not okay. exactly the same, but it definitely taught me a lot of systems and processes yeah. and ways yeah. of thinking and and all that because once you become entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you are everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have a marketing Absolutely. background. I don't have a finance background. Even though I have a B- I have a BBA and I have an MBA. Okay. It's a whole other thing though yeah. being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? So. It to me, it was definitely a blessing that I had my corporate career and all that I had learned from working in corporate.
0: Okay, that I could apply
1: to my own business. Yeah,
0: because these companies they spend millions of dollars, you know. And got trained. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) And I can see the value in there because a lot of that education I had to learn on my, my own through reading and stuff like that and attending conferences. But these companies they spend millions in, in education and development. So I've seen a lot of people come from the corporate sector and thrive because of that. So take me back to the book. Uh, what yeah. was what, the, the success? What was the initial success of your first book?
1: Oh, the initial success. Well, so I wrote it and okay. um, and in writing it, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was working at FedEx at the time, and I was working in advertising, okay. and, and I loved it. So compared to my job at the Memphis Grizzlies, which I love too, by mm-hmm. the way, but I worked a lot. So I was a marketing manager, I was over basketball, promotion, I was over the concerts, the dirt shows, the eight shows, wow. everything, yeah. so I was working a lot. Okay. Um, and that's also when I went back to get my MBA, so it was a really busy time in my yeah. life. But then, and I was a single mom. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and then I went to Service Master and I traveled a lot. So by the okay. time I got to FedEx um, and I was done with school okay. and I was working a normal job like 40 hours a week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a single mom. But so my load was light, relatively speaking, right? Okay. And that's when I decided to write my book. Mm-hmm. And people have been asking me for a long time, all the way back to when I was in college, how did I do it? Because yeah. people knew I was a mom. Yeah, yeah. I became a mom when I was 15. Okay. And, and I said, um, that was the time when I was like, okay, I finally have time to kind of look past my own self because mm-hmm. I had been in survival mode for so long. Mm. And so at this point, I was at FedEx. I was making pretty good money. I was yeah. working kind of normal hours and I wrote the book. Okay. I wrote the book because I wanted teen moms mm-hmm. to see they didn't have to drop out of high school yeah. and they could pursue some post-secondary opportunity. Okay. Because statistically, most would drop out of high school and most would not pursue a secondary opportunity. And got so it. I just wanted them to see, hey, I graduated from yeah. high school, number eight in my class. I was most likely to succeed. I got a scholarship to college. And I graduated from college magna cum laude. Okay, wow. And I was Miss wow. University of Memphis. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I can do this, <laughs> you can graduate. <laughs> uh-huh. You can graduate. If I can do this, then you can go to college or, like I said, any post-secondary opportunity. So mm-hmm. I wanted them to see. And at the time, I was a mentor at the okay. Adolescent Parenting Program, which is a school for teen moms. We don't have that school here now, but we it. did at the time. And I was a mentor. And, you know, the, a lot of times the girls would say, oh, well, you already got it. You don't understand. You yeah. have a nice house. You have a car. You don't understand. You understand. I was like, no, I'm going to write this book so yeah. I can sh- take y'all way, way back yeah. and you can see. hmm I understand. Yeah, yeah. And so I wrote the book because that's what I wanted those teen moms to see. The book turned into something else. Okay. Something much more. So many more people started reading it that weren't teen moms.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, Just youth in general. Okay. People who are adults in my age and um, men. Mm-hmm. So many other people were reading it yeah. and getting something different out of it. And so people my age, women my age, or even men my age would read it and say, if she can do that, well, I can definitely go back and get my degree,
0: mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I can
1: get my master's degree, yeah, or I can do absolutely. this. Absolutely, yeah. And men were saying, "Oh, now I now understand single moms more." Yeah. Dads were saying, "Now I understand my daughter more." So it was just so many beautiful mm-hmm. things that were coming from um, people reading the book cool. beyond just teen moms. Yeah. And um, and like I said, people started asking me to speak, and I discovered yeah. the speaking yeah. career. And um and so that's. That's the book. And so the success came, though, because here's the marketing background, mm-hmm. played a role in it. So yeah. college degree in marketing, <laughs> I did marketing for organizations on campus, and okay. I had the corporate career in marketing. I wrote press release. Oh, okay. So marketing and okay. PR are not the same, but PR is a part of marketing. Gotcha. So I know how to write, mm-hmm. so I wrote a press release. Gotcha. I got on pretty much all the local media here. okay. And got picked up by national media. I was on CNN, Headline News. Wow. And um the 700 Club and the 700 Club yeah, International. Yeah, I saw that. Um Interactive. 700 Club, which is international. And mm-hmm. I was on the 700 Club Interactive, okay. which is also international. Okay. And so when that happened, just a whole lot of people started hearing Give me
0: that it. time frame from writing the book to the speaking engagements and all that. What was that time frame?
1: So... First of all, uh-huh. <laughs> it took me probably eight or nine years to write the book. Okay. To write the book. And Why do you feel
0: like it took you so long to, to finish it?
1: Because um, I was busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was busy. I was a single mom. I was working yeah. those jobs that I talked about where I was working 60 to 80 hours at the Grizzlies, the service master. Okay. I traveled a lot. And um, and it just wasn't a big huge priority for yeah. me to finish it, to be honest. Okay. But then um, I went through uh, a divorce. I was going through a divorce. Okay. And it was hard. Yeah. And it was painful. Mm-hmm. And, and um, writing has always been therapeutic for me. Okay. okay. And so I said, well, let me let me focus on writing. And yeah. so that's when I got more serious about writing the book. So once I got serious uh-huh. about it, it took me about three months.
0: Okay. To write wow. the book. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, to write it And then you know It takes a little bit longer Once it's once it's written To go through editing And publishing And yeah, all that yeah. But so then that happened And again I wrote it And I wrote the press release I put it out there And I'm like To my, to my mind I'm like uh-huh. Back to focusing on my job At FedEx Because again I had a wonderful job mm-hmm. That I loved At okay. FedEx But then people started Picking up the book yeah. And asking me to come and speak So within two years mm-hmm. I went from Publishing the book Okay To speaking two, three years, and within three years, I quit my job. Okay. At FedEx. Wow. To, to speak full time.
0: Yeah. So when uh, when I was just kind of looking at a lot of the things that you guys do as an organization, uh, one of the things that stood out to me, and I say this to kind of back up a little bit, you said that there's a diverse uh, background of people that read your book, <clears throat> and one of the things that stood out to me was confidence and a lot of stuff that you you talk about, and I was like, everybody needs that. I wanna I need to you know sharpen my skill up in, in confidence and in different areas because speaking is one of them. Uh, it's challenge so tell me a little bit about the content of the book and then what's the message of so what the organization
1: okay so let me tell you that journey so I wrote the book and the book was just the book (laughs) (laughs) the book was just the book but then the more and more I started speaking Mm -hmm. the more and more I'm like well Maybe this is something else. Maybe this is a business. Okay. This was before I discovered, okay, I can be a speaker. But I started, I was just speaking. Just like right now, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. were asking you to come and speak at the school, you go speak at the school, yeah. right? You wouldn't necessarily say, I need a business. Yeah. I kept doing this so much. It's like, I need to put something around this. And um. so I'm a woman of faith. Okay. And I remember praying about it. And she like, what is this? And what am I doing? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And I woke up soon after that. I never. I know it was God. He yeah. said, "It's so what." Mm-hmm. Your business is called so what, and the so what um, came to me. I had I, when I was at um, at FedEx, I mm-hmm. did Oprah's favorite things. I don't know if you're familiar or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am.
0: I've seen some some local Mythians, uh get on her list. Okay, yeah. so
1: when she had her TV show, she had the the stu- in the studio, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oprah's favorite things. So FedEx would ship those things. Okay. So, I was in advertising, and I went out to Harpo Studios Okay. Um and, and coordinated that.
0: Okay.
1: Um And so, big Oprah fan, and and I like how she has Harpo Studios, which is her name, right? Uh-huh. And so, my business is so personal to me, right? Okay. So, that's where the S.O. came from. So, Ooh. Summer Owens. Some okay. people yeah. get it, some people don't. Uh, I didn't
0: initially recognize it, uh-huh. but yeah, it makes sense now, okay.
1: And that's the... And, but the so what part is... Life happens. Yeah, really challenging things happen in our lives, and um, and that's part of what I wanted to teach people because that's what people were saying. So much, so many other people started reading the book mm-hmm. that weren't teen moms. Yeah, that's part of what they were saying. In summer, this isn't just for teen moms. This yeah. is for anybody who has any excuse, not to be successful. Okay. And so, so what is just learning how to say so what to whatever challenges you face, and then yeah. the, so now what is focusing on solutions. So okay. now what? So now what are you gonna do about it?
0: Gotcha. So, man, talk to me about that the, the solutions piece, because mm-hmm. from entrepreneurs, uh, that's one of the biggest challenges that we we, we face. Uh, and I tell people all the time, our job is to solve problems. And if you can't come up with solutions to the problem, then you'll quickly be out of business. So what is that format? What process do you use to help people identify, first, the problem that they have, and then how do you walk them through the solution
1: piece? Yeah, so it's interesting. So my business has definitely evolved over the years. So. Okay. I had came up with I came up with so what and that was in 2011. Okay. Um. And then the next year I started the so what foundation, which is focused on youth here in Memphis. Okay. But what how I solve problems is, comes in different forms. So one is the book alone, okay. mm-hmm. people reading the book. Then the workbooks. Okay. Uh, are another level for a different audience, different part of the audience. But then you mentioned confidence. I'm yeah. so glad you said that is because. Part of being resilient, that's my underlying message for So What is just being resilient. But a big part of being resilient is confidence and belief that you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I created the online confidence class. And so- That's the online part uh, Part of what I... Uh, one online component of what I do is the confidence class. Gotcha. Um, but I also do coaching and consulting.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: that just came from... Look, what well, we talked about earlier, yeah. people was like, I want to pick your brain. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I was like,
1: you know what? Let's, let's formalize this. And mm-hmm. so I do a lot of coaching and then uh, now I do a lot with corporate too. Okay. Um, with consulting cause, because everybody has problems. Yep. A lot of times it's not hard to identify the problems and people... It generally know what their problems are, yeah, yeah, and sometimes they need to know root problems mm-hmm. and and going through that process. But um, yeah. how I do it is different based on how I work with them. So if it's a coaching client, that's one way. If it's a a school or a school district and they're using the curriculum, that's another way consulting. Mm-hmm. It's all different, yeah. you know. But my, I guess the main thing for entrepreneurs watching this is did not know <laughs> when i started every bit of this has just been built brick by brick yeah, yeah. brick by brick
0: that's yeah that's, and it's like that and you sometimes you can't see the final destination you just got to be willing to put one foot in front of the other and and there's a lot of failure in that. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah there's a lot of failure in that. but in that failure it's a lot of learning a lot of lessons as well what are some of the uh some of the lessons that You had to learn throughout this journey that uh, probably was some of the most difficult ones that you had to learn, but propelled you that much more.
1: How much
0: time do we have? All the time you need. (laughs) Because these are the issues that entrepreneurs face. And just like what you said, uh, as I talk to entrepreneurs, they already know the one or two things that they can do to move themselves forward. So it's not about the technical know how, but it's something mentally that's blocking them from going to the next level. So to hear other entrepreneurs and the struggles that they faced and some of the challenges helps them, you know, mentally overcome some of those things. So we got all the time you need. Yeah. Well, I'll say
1: I won't say a whole. I mean, it's a whole lot, but uh, some of the bigger ones. One, so I coming from a corporate background, and mm-hmm. I did work in uh, places that invested in my learning. Okay. And like you mentioned before, send me conferences and pay for training and these kinds of things. Um, coming out of that, I had to realize the importance of investing in myself.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: that was kind of hard. Yeah. Because I hadn't had to write those checks mm-hmm. <laughs> to pay for those conferences or to pay for that coaching. Okay. And so that'll be number one is the lesson. Number one lesson is investing yourself. For sure. Don't be for afraid. Sure. Of it. And, and sometimes it's a big. I mean, I've bought several cars mm-hmm. in investing and investing in myself. And yeah. Absolutely. And knowing what I know. Mm-hmm. And that's why what I know is not free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Cuz I have made huge investments to do that. But it also in the lessons is learning where to invest. Okay. Because I've also wasted some money. I won't even mm-hmm. I don't like to say wasted because I've learned even in that. Okay. But sometimes some of the the things that I've invested in, or the learning, or the coaches that I've invested in, may not have been the best for sure for, for what sure. I needed. But I still took the lessons away from it and look for the positives in mm-hmm. it, um, as I do with everything in life. Gotcha. gotcha. So I'll probably say that that's the the biggest lesson is <laughs> you gotta invest in yourself. Yeah. And then and like I'm mean, even looking at your setup, like we just talked about, to mm-hmm. invest in the equipment. Um, but the deeper investment is in, in yourself and in Absolutely. your learning and what you know, and investing in relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I'm part of several masterminds okay. um, that I meet with some monthly or weekly. One okay. of them we meet weekly. Okay. And some of them are paid and some are not paid, but yeah. it's all investment in the relationships that you build because some of the greatest investment that I see mm-hmm. are the relationships. That's where referrals come from for me. Yeah. A lot of business comes from from that, but... I would say that's definitely gotcha. Yeah, big that's lessons.
0: That's that's important, and a lot of people will hear it, but for a lot of people, it doesn't resonate. But that investment piece in education is literally the lifeline of everything that mm-hmm. you do. So, look, take me. Let's go all the way back. Okay. Um, are you originally from Memphis? Tell me a little bit about your background.
1: I am from Jackson, Tennessee.
0: Okay. So you're not too far.
1: No. I'm, yeah. from, I'm originally, originally from Bolivar, Tennessee. So I have okay. to shout out Bolivar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I moved to Jackson. Um, I still have a lot of family in Bolivar, too, though. But okay. I moved to Jackson, and um, and I got a scholarship to the University of Memphis okay. as a teen mom. Wow. And that's what brought me to Memphis in 1997. Okay. So I've been here, though, ever since. I graduated from University of Memphis okay. in 2001. Okay. And um, and that's when the Memphis Grizzlies came to town, and that's when I started working there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I worked there for several years, and I went to um, service master. I was a marketing manager for, uh, well, let me go back Mm -hmm. to the Grizzlies. So I was there, because this feels good. Like I said, that was an exciting (laughs) time in my life. I was fresh out of college, and I was working for the Grizzlies, and they were the hottest thing in town, Mm -hmm. right? So I worked there, and um, part of the agreement for the Grizzlies to come to town, some people remember this. is We had to build the arena, a new arena. Okay. And so that's when FedEx Forum came. Okay. Or FedEx Forum was built. And um, so I, I also was the first marketing manager for the arena. Okay. So I got wow. to do events, and Usher was our very first concert. I remember that. Yeah. So I got to do meet and greet <laughs> with Usher and then Destiny Child. And I remember all those oh, things. Oh, yeah, that
0: had to be exciting. That was a very a fresh exciting Fresh out of college, exciting. yeah.
1: <laughs> it was exhausting too, because mm-hmm. I was a single mom. Okay. Uh, but it was fun, and I'm really grateful. For sure. I started my career. Yeah.
0: And I know that's a big part of your story, being a single mom. It's the foundation of the book, the foundation of a lot of the things that you do. Tell me a little bit about that story for, for individuals that may not know.
1: Sure. Uh, so when I was 15, I got pregnant, and I got uh, pregnant as a result of a, a for sexual encounter, mm-hmm. a friend of a, a family member. Okay. And um, and I got pregnant. Yeah. But that's the big First big so what Mm -hmm. (laughs) is I could sit and I did and feel sorry for myself and and want other people to feel sorry for me. Yeah. And they did, too, for Mm -hmm. a little while. But that's what I try to teach people, too, is, all right, what good is it doing for me to feel sorry for myself? Is it helping me for other people to Mm -hmm. feel sorry? it's Like, no, I had to say so what? And so I did. Yeah. Eventually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that's how I graduated from high school on top of my class, and yeah. ended up here in Memphis, and have, you know, done a, I think a lot of cool things. Oh yeah. Here since I've been in Memphis, um, but it was because I embraced that "so what" mindset, yeah. and I applied it to everything in my business. Because mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur, you've yeah. been an entrepreneur longer than I have, um, I think. <laughs> but um, it gets hard. Yeah. But you have to say so what? And mm-hmm. Again, saying so what is about solutions. Like, all right, that's the problem. So oh, what? Yeah. How do we move to the solution? So.
0: And I've and I've had to say so what uh, in my career a lot of times. It may not have been so what, but the mindset behind it, you just you have to move forward. But I've faced a lot of these challenges as a grown man, as an entrepreneur. You had to say so what at such an early age. Like that seems very difficult, and I know uh, a part of your journey is talking to, you know, high school, uh, college students, and things like that. How does how do you resonate that so well at such an early age with some of the challenges that they're facing right now?
1: Yeah, well, for me, and I try to because hope a lot of some of them have the challenge that I face, okay, and some of them don't. Most mm-hmm. of them don't, mm-hmm. but they have their own yeah, challenges, yeah. right? So for me. I just, and I remember, I can, you know, going back to that moment now of this is my situation. Mm-hmm. What do I want? What do I see for my future? Yeah. What do I want for my future? No matter how hard this is right now and how no matter how hard it seems it might be to get there, what is it that I want? Yeah. And I knew, you know, looking around me at that time and there were other single moms around me, even mm-hmm. to other teen moms, not as, not that many because it's uh-huh. way more popular now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But I knew I wanted to be able to take care of my child, Mm -hmm. myself. Okay. I knew I didn't want to wait on a check. Yeah. I didn't want to wait on food stamps. I didn't want to wait on government support. Yeah. I didn't want to rely on my parents. Okay. Or anybody else. That was the independent in me, right? Uh Like, no, I got to do this. I got to do this. So I had to figure out, and this is the same advice I give. Okay. From getting from here, where I am in this situation where I feel bad for myself, is really hard to getting to this place over here where okay. I have the things I want. I'm living the life that I want to live. What has to happen in between? Okay. Okay. And each step, right? Because yeah. it is, it's a step-by-step process. For I sure. knew first step was I had to graduate from high school. Okay. And I knew that my family didn't have a lot of money. So <laughs> then I'm like, okay, that means I need some money yeah. to go to college. For I sure. knew I wanted to go to college. That's that's the route for me. Okay. So that meant getting good grades, right? So I I had to work and get the good grades to get the scholarships at college. Same thing in college. What do you want after you go to college? You want a career.
0: For sure, for sure.
1: So what are the things that you have to do? So Mm -hmm. it's step by step, step by step, thinking about where you're trying to be and each of the steps it takes to get there.
0: But there's something something special about your mindset that I I, want to try to tap into (laughs) as much as possible because... The things that you're saying, you had to think about this at an early age. You had to literally say, okay, I'm going to have to finish school. If I'm going to go to college, I got to get good grades. If I'm going to have to pay for it, I got to get a job. All of these different things that, you know, a lot of us don't have to think about uh until, you know, we get to college and we're like, oh, how are we going to pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> but because you, you, you was a visionary and your mind works differently because I don't know many 15-year-olds that can map out Uh, their life at that point, but because of the circumstances you had to. What is that mindset? You said you were independent. Like, what did you tap into? What did you pull on to help you just tap into that beast mode to to map out everything and not only map it out, but to be literally a living testimony of everything that you set out. Now you're living it. Like, what is that mindset?
1: Well, uh, let me say this. So I feel... I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. I do. I feel very, very blessed that I know, I do know, I don't think, like everybody. (laughs) And that's good, you know. Uh Absolutely. But I also don't try to say I'm that special. Okay. In that, that, did I have it all mapped? I did not have it all mapped up. And I don't want to, I want to make that clear. Okay. Okay. It was just, I knew, I'm like, I want, ooh, I want to live in a big house. Yeah. Ooh, I want to have a nice car. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I want to have a great career. We can all do that, right? For sure, for sure. I was there. Okay. But in my mind, I'm like, what's the next step? Okay. So I didn't have it all mapped out, but I knew, like you said before, too, to take the next step. Yeah. yeah. And I was at least smart enough to know what is that next step. Gotcha. And so that next step was, okay, mm-hmm. I need to graduate. For sure. I need to graduate. Once I was in college, I mean, I didn't even know what, what major I wanted, okay. you know, when I was in college. So I didn't have it all yeah. figured out. <laughs> and I still don't. Okay. I still don't. But to me, it's just, okay, you can still have a big picture yeah. for where you want to be. Okay. And then you figure out the steps. And I like I said, I'm a woman of faith. I believe that God will give you wisdom and connections and relationships and people mm-hmm. to figure out that mapped out plan. Gotcha. Not that I had it. Yeah. Um. So that's it. And then, too, it's like there's another thing that's in me. I know, for good or bad, mm-hmm. mama, <laughs> I'm stubborn. Okay. But I try to twist it and say, it's, I'm determined. Okay. So, yeah, a yeah. lot of us are stubborn, and, mm-hmm. and but we can turn that into a positive thing. It's okay. like, okay, what are you stubborn about? Turn it into determination. What can you be determined about? Yeah. That even when life gets hard, because it will, mm-hmm. it, it will, yeah. no matter what your situation, it will get hard. Mm-hmm. What is it? That thing over there yeah. that you said you wanted. And so we're all entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. or not all, but for the most part, watching this, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're entrepreneurs. We have a vision for our business, and yeah. we should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <At least. laughs> we have a vision for our business, and it, and it should be big, yeah. too, right? All right, what's the next step? Mm-hmm. What's the next step? Figuring out that one next step and trust and believe it's been one step at a time for yeah. me. I wrote a book. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. You started
0: with the book. Yeah. I just
1: wrote a book. I didn't even want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I, I was, and I mentioned before, I was married before. He's an entrepreneur. Okay. And I'm like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm good over here. Yeah. <laughs> I was, at, again, at FedEx. I was real comfortable. I was like, I'm good mm-hmm. here. And then I ended up becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I know what I'm doing. Uh, Figuring it out All along the way Different elements Have been added To my business Along the way and my business as well as to the nonprofit. And sure. we just hired our first executive director for the oh, non profit. Wow. Congratulations. So I'm super excited about yeah, yeah. that. Thank <laughs> you. So she can take it and kinda run with it with my support yeah. and just me helping to get the funding. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely not somebody who has got it all figured out, who yeah. has ever mm-hmm. had it all figured out. Gotcha. But uh, I believe I can figure it out. That's the difference.
0: The belief. Absolutely. And I like uh I like the way you just take the um the negative, and turn it into a positive. So if you say, uh, you know, if you're stubborn, no, I'm determined. And sometimes that's the mental tricks that you got to play with yourself. You got to learn how to flip the switch in the brain and look at it from a positive perspective. Glass half full instead of half empty. Talk to me about your education. I'm always interested in peak performers such as yourself like what does education look like and it's kind of a dual question because I'm also always curious about morning routines uh because I'm a big <laughs> fan <laughs> I'm a big fan of morning routines that's why I get the most productive work done so education what does your education look like on a yearly basis and, and what is your morning routine
1: mm, that's okay so education uh well you know we talked about before I went to high school I did well in uh-huh. high school went to college the University of Memphis I got my MBA uh uh-huh. From uh, Bellhaven.
0: Okay.
1: Bellhaven University. And so I, I, and I graduated from honors. Okay. From all of them because I just believe in doing my best. Yeah. When it comes to education is working really, really hard and learning mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to learn. So that was important for me. Okay. Um, And it, uh, let's see. And so education continues uh-huh. for me. Like I said bef- to you before, mm-hmm. I believe in investing in myself and going to conferences and, yeah, Buying books and listening to them on Audible, because uh, I do that a lot, because yeah, it's a little trick, bit harder uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now to sit, but there's just, now education is is it's everywhere, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I listen. it's a lot of information. It's a there. whole right. lot of information. You got to decide what you want to listen to, what you absolutely, want, but yeah. I'm always trying to get it in, so I walk a lot. Mainly, that's my morning routine. I will, okay. let me kind of jump between the two questions. Yeah, absolutely. So, i uh, I don't have a great morning routine. Okay. that's a confession <laughs> and I'm trying to get better yeah uh, I'm a night owl, okay, and so i don't I don't know that I can't remember the last time I went to bed before one, okay. but it's usually two or something like gotcha. I, that's just me. and okay. I think a lot of that <laughs> came from the fact that um I've always I always would get up in the morning, get my son together, yeah. go to work, yeah. then come home, do the mama thing, the homework mm. thing, his homework, my homework. Yeah. And then still be up at night doing homework, cooking, whatever I got to do, right? Up until the night and then repeat the next day. And so my mind really kind of stays on that uh, work into the night. Yeah, yeah. I work into the night. Um, And so, but I'm a little bit older now. Mm -hmm. And so that working into the night... It's not as easy to get up yeah, you early. Yeah, get all super, the bounce back. Early. <laughs> and also, I feel like I've kind of earned the opportunity to just get up when I get up. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of other entrepreneurs are like, "Oh, you gotta get up early," but I so early for me is like nine. Okay. Um, and so like then I walk. Okay. And and I'm gonna I'm I'm adding some other stuff to my workout routine because again I'm getting older and I see I okay. gotta change it. Up. <laughs> but when I walk. I'm listening to something, so I'm okay. usually listening to a podcast. There are a few that I really like. Gotcha. Um, and then I, or I listen to Clubhouse, so I am... Oh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Because I like the dialogue. Or, you know, you got to be careful which rooms you get into. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I listen, and I always get ideas. Okay. And so the thing about it that makes me even go uh, faster on my walk mm-hmm. is because I get flooded yeah, with yeah. ideas. So gotcha. I'm listening to information, but I'm like... I can immediately apply it to some aspect of my business or my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I get, then I get home, shower, change, and I go into the office, okay. which is in my house. Gotcha. And I sit there and I and I work.
0: Mm-hmm. I work. Man, so. <clears throat> Kind of in that same vein. If I'm in town, of, let me just say
1: that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna, so
0: it's, it's interesting you say that because that was going to be my next question because I know in the process of trying to get you on the show and make all of this work, you have a an extensive uh, schedule. I know you're traveling and doing all this stuff. Uh, as an entrepreneur, how do you manage all of that? You got the responsibilities from home, the business, personal, and then you're doing all this traveling. Like, How do you manage your schedule? What's the mindset behind that?
1: Well... The, the, so the main, the home part is, is not that bad now because okay. it's just me. Okay, okay. <laughs> now it's just me. My son is grown. Okay. Um, I do have two grandchildren. So I when I wow. ch- try to make sure I get in a good time with them because okay. that's yeah. important, very important to me. Um, And with the foundation we have there, our, um, our new executive director, and that helps a lot. Okay, okay. I'm still very involved because that's my baby too. Yeah. But um, we have big fundraisers coming up. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still honest. Look, I'm just being real, real honest. Yeah. I'm not the best with yeah. the balance. It's
0: okay. <laughs> I am
1: not the best with the balance, but I'm working on it. Yeah. The main thing is prioritizing, though. Okay. So every day, this goes back to the morning routine and even the night routine. Um, at night, I look at my calendar for the next day Okay. and I say, okay, what, what do I have going on? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what are the, first of all, what time do I have to get up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do I have to leave the house? Cause okay. some days I don't leave the house if I'm in Memphis, yeah. cause I'm just in the office working, okay. but do I, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And then the next day I, I have a ca- on my wall in front of me in my office, I have the whole year, Okay. um, a wall calendar, the whole year. And I can see. I put the major things on the calendar. But then I also have a smaller calendar that, uh, or list that says my weekly Mm -hmm. calendar. So I put my main things for the week. Okay. And then I have a daily calendar Mm -hmm. that's broken down by hour. Gotcha. And so I have three things that I focus on completing that day. Okay. I complete more than that, but I have three major things Mm -hmm. in my mind. Okay. And then I write them there. What are the three things? Yeah. Whether it's write a blog post or record a a YouTube video or... Whatever, write a chapter in my book. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, I write those three things down, and I make sure that's my focus. If nothing else gets okay. done that day, those three things get done okay. that day. So, so yeah,
0: so you got a system in place already. <laughs> it may your system may be different from everybody else's, uh, and, and, and entrepreneurs. That we all have different routines. Uh, I always ask about the morning routine because that's one of my favorite things. But we got mutual friends that the same morning or the same routine. They typically work throughout the uh, throughout the night as an entrepreneur. So it's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just like you said, making it uh, prioritizing the things that's important and making sure that you get them done. Tell me about your podcast. I, I called a couple of your episodes and you've been able to, uh, interview some, some pretty cool people. Um, the last one I watched you had interviewed the mayor. Uh, I think it was, your yeah. Uh huh. So I had a chance to check that one out. So, so tell me about the podcast and the purpose behind it.
1: Yeah. And, and then, you know, and I'll put throw on a lesson here too. Okay. Um, that, uh, I think is important mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs. And 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 I remind myself of this. I was so proud of me for doing this uh-huh. because I'm a big overthinker.
0: Okay. I I'm think a, we got that in common. Yeah.
1: I'm a big, big overthinker. So you're gonna help me out. I, look, we're gonna help each other. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big, big overthinker on everything. And so this particular day though, I didn't overthink. Okay. I woke up and I had an idea mm-hmm. and I just did it. Okay. And that idea was my soul of success stories. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really blessed and I, I don't take it for granted okay. at all that people have been interested in my story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I know so many cool people mm-hmm. with very inspirational stories. Yeah. And so I woke up that morning and I was like, I'm going to tell other people's stories. Okay. I want other people to be encouraged and inspired by other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And then, and selfishly, yeah. it's helping me with my business and my branding too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so I woke up that morning and I made a phone call to um, one of the most resilient, inspirational people that I know. And I asked her, she'll be my first guest. Mm-hmm. And that was Bertha Rogers Looney. Yeah. Yes. And she was one of the Memphis State 8, for people who don't know, mm-hmm. um, one of the first black students to desegregate the University of Memphis. Okay. And um, and so we did that one that day. Yeah. And now, I don't know where we're at, probably, I'm probably at close to 90 okay. interviews. Wow. but. I, and so much so, and I've only talked to people I know. Okay. So that's been my caveat yeah. is that I'm talking, <laughs> and that's what makes my interviews really, really fun for uh-huh. me is I'm, every time I'm talking to someone, it's like, okay, I've known you yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 years uh-huh. or 25 years, or even if it's just five days, yeah. I know you. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's been fun, and it's really, really grown. Okay. Now I have people asking to be on the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's cool, yeah. and I, want, I will allow for that. Um, at some point but right now um, it's it's kind of it feels good to, to talk to people I know and mm-hmm. to get the stories out about these awesome and amazing people that I know and I've yeah. known for a long time
0: absolutely long time. and I'm going to tell you podcasting uh, has really helped me out because I get to meet amazing people hear you guys stories and as an entrepreneur I'm just always on a high because I have three or four conversations like this on a weekly basis and it's just like yo Let's make it happen. Yes. Uh, so it, it is cool. So talk to me about what's next for you. You've accomplished so much. What's next? What, are, what is your vision for the future? Ooh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not putting you on the spot, I, I? love I it. <laughs>
1: I love it. No, I, I'm still figuring some of that out, honestly. Okay. So I right now I travel and speak a lot. Okay. Um, and and I really enjoy it. But 2020, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me kinda, ask you this real quick. Um, How
0: many speaking engagements do you do on a yearly basis?
1: Uh, It it depends on you And so I'm, And this okay. actually Will go into What I'm gotcha. even saying So I, I do at least One or two a month okay. Big okay. ones Like wow. out of town um, And at one time I wanted Like before COVID I was doing four or five mm-hmm. and, and during COVID I was wanting to do four or five And I actually did do Virtually Okay During uh, COVID But then Now we're on the other side of it I was like I, I don't want to travel Like I love traveling yeah but i'm I'm like, I don't travel as much or want to travel okay. as much, so I'm a little more selective about the ones I'm able to do gotcha. or that I do accept. um, but I always count it as an honor and a privilege when I have an opportunity to be in front of people, yeah, to share my story to encourage them in any kind of way. And so just balancing yeah. that out, and then again, I keep saying it because I'm feeling I'm like I'm getting older, <laughs> and so it's just a little bit um harder, right? okay, but um. As far as vision, so I don't, I, my rates are going up. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Today's price ain't today's price. "Mm -mm, Absolutely. "Mm -mm." And again, that's because I'm, I'm good at what I do and I've gotten better and better because I'm practicing, I'm doing it all the time and I'm investing in who and what I am. That's an important tip as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur too, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> and tomorrow's prices, I'm already looking at yeah. right. <laughs> so they, they
0: better book you soon because I'm, it's going up. Even I'm far. telling
1: you. So, so that, um, but I have a couple books that I'm working on okay. right now, and I already have uh, concepts for several others. Yeah, so I want to write more. Okay, um, where well, I am going to write more. It's not that I want to. I gotcha. am. Okay, I'm going to write more. I'm mm-hmm. going to continue to speak. The consulting is picking up even more, and I really enjoy that. I will be doing a lot more corporate okay. um, speaking and consulting, too. Gotcha. Um, so that, that, and then I'm really excited about the foundation, and now okay. that we have an executive director, um, and I can kind of, you know, yeah. just be a... I'm still going to be a face for it and, yeah. and get yeah. money for it and all that, but... The, we will be able to have even greater impact in the Memphis community because I have somebody who can focus on it more than I could focus on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of uh, putting the right people in place uh, to help. Oh, uh, because that's how you scale and that's how you Absolutely. grow, for sure. <laughs> Look, I've been inspired by your stories. Of course, you, you're amazing. You got a lot of things going. Talk to me about this Discover My Purpose piece, because that's a, that's a challenge that a lot of people have, especially as entrepreneurs. I talk to my wife about this all the time, and it was one of the things that we literally had to to get together and figure out, all right, what is our purpose in our lives? And I know this is a foundation of kind of some of the work that you do. So talk to me about this Ooh, part of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: It's it's tough, right? It's tough for a lot of people, and I I don't take it for granted that I know mine, okay. right, and that I found mine. But yeah. I found it in doing the work. So okay. I was when I discovered what I feel like was my purpose was when I was working at FedEx, okay. and I wrote my book, and I wrote the book because, like I said, I was like, okay, I finally was able to get out of survival mode, mm-hmm. and I had good jobs, making good money, yeah. I had a lot more time. And I wrote my book to help some people, and I mentioned teen moms, and then I saw saw it helping other people, Mm -hmm. and it felt great. Okay, I've been working at FedEx, and I was in advertising, which was fun. Yeah, I had a a huge budget, and I was doing cool things, but nothing felt better than when I went and I spoke.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: and not because I was speaking, but because people were coming up to me after I spoke. Okay, and do you think I could be a nurse? Do What do you think about this? I'm like, yeah. what? People really want to know what I think? And I'm like... <laughs> and it felt amazing. I was like, okay. Purpose. Yeah. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. It was healing and therapeutic uh, for yeah. me. Um, writing my book was even that. Okay. But at this point, even talking to people. And I was like, okay, this is why I've been through the things that I've been through. Yeah. This is why... I know what I know and why I feel what I feel Mm -hmm. and these painful experiences that I've had is because I'm supposed to share them to help other people deal with them. Absolutely. And so that's how I discovered my purpose. Okay. And so for other people that are trying to figure it out, and I know because I've had so many conversations with people Mm -hmm. and that's where my life coaching comes in when I started doing the coaching. I love doing that too. Okay. Um, is to try to help people figure that out, okay. and it's a journey. Yeah. You know, it's not a, okay. Do this, and then you got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. It's just do what you feel like you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and that that could be just going to work every day. Yeah. But be open to receiving what comes from that. Yeah. And the the people that you meet, because sometimes your purpose can come come from. An, an interaction with yeah. someone or a statement that somebody else makes, but you have to be open to receive it mm-hmm. and to know. yeah um, And so that's what it's like for, for me it's just do do those things and they might be trying a bunch of different things, you mm-hmm. know um, but give it the time because I also know people who will I tried this I tried that yeah, and just yeah. you know just jumping from <laughs> one thing to the next but mm-hmm. give it time to see how it really feels yeah. and let it. But I also feel like the thing about purpose, and understanding your purposes is never about you. Okay. Hmm. I feel like it's never about you. Absolutely. Now, will you? Can you benefit from it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, but I don't think it's about you. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, it's whatever it is that thing that you are purposed while you were created and why you've gone through the thing. It's because it's supposed to benefit somebody yeah. else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Um, talk to me about the uh the consultant piece cuz when people hear your story and uh when they see this interview that's going to be cuz if I was sitting on the other side of the camera and I'm listening I'm saying okay how do I go and get in touch with her talk to me about the consultant piece is it a certain type of client that you look at working with or do you work with startup entrepreneurs like who who is your ideal client for the consultant piece yeah
1: um businesses primarily i've okay. been doing more in the business and so entrepreneurs i yeah. So, okay, to be clear, I'm mm-hmm. not like this super business woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the consulting I do is more about resilience. Gotcha. And confidence building and leadership building. So I have been blessed to be in a lot of different leadership roles yeah. throughout my life, all the way back to um, middle and high school. Okay. But most recently, one of my bigger ones, I was the president of the National Alumni Association for the University of Memphis. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. Which I
1: was I was <laughs> I had a little bit of imposter syndrome going yeah. on with that one. It was like, oh, these amazing people mm-hmm. that I was the president uh, over the organization. Yeah. But that taught me so much too, right? And so I like helping to build leadership skills, and okay. I like to talk about leadership, whether that's leading an organization, or team, or just your own life.
0: Okay, okay. Because
1: sometimes we don't even know how to lead our lives, really lead yeah, our yeah, lives, yeah. right? So the consulting I do is, uh, I do more coaching, like individual coaching. Okay. Um, but the consulting is more for organizations, um, businesses and organizations. But again, it's still around Uh, leadership, team building, confidence building. Yeah,
0: all of the major pillars of success. Uh, So that's amazing. Look, we're coming up on an hour, so this is what I want to do. Can you just uh, give everybody your contact information, how they can keep up with you, all your socials? And You've given out already a massive amount of game, information, tips, anything that you have that that you can leave the audience with, some type of advice, uh, I would greatly appreciate it.
1: Yeah, listen,
0: I told you guys get a pen. I hope you guys have taken a lot of notes. Do me a favor. If you're getting value out of this content, hit the subscribe button. Also, I'm going to drop all of Summer's information in the in the description of this video. Do me a favor. Please go follow her. Check out her podcast. It's very similar to the conversations that we have. So if you enjoy this conversation, you're definitely going to enjoy the conversations that she has on her podcast. I'm gonna put all of that down. Also, do me a favor, a favor. If you're in a transitional period in your life and this interview helped you out, drop so what in the comment. Let Summer know that you guys got value out of this. Uh, and like I said, subscribe mm-hmm. to the channel so that you can continue to get uh, more content like this. Listen, Summer, again. I know your schedule is busy. I want to thank you for coming on the show, taking time out of your day to do this. Uh, if you could let everybody know how they can keep up with you, and any closing advice that you have, the the floor is yours.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I got to say this was a pleasure and it's an honor, and I'm and I'm really sorry my schedule has been crazy, but this That's was okay. cool. You yeah. good people, <laughs> like you cool, and I love what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. And honestly, I wish it was a resource. Like this, even out when I first started, about a decade, or at least I knew. Because there are resources out there. That's one piece of advice I would yeah. say is use the resources. For sure. Because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I started out 10 years ago like, I can, be, I can do this. <laughs> like, but use the resources, and you're a, good, you're a great resource. Thank you, so, thank and you. And you're good people, too. I, I I'm, a, I'm a heart person. I was like, okay, you good people. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably the number one thing as far as advice that I feel, uh, this applies to entrepreneurship and it applies to life. Okay. It's just applies to everything. It's just never doubt your ability to figure it out. Okay. Never. And that's the one thing I always yeah. say to myself yeah. is like, and to, to young people, to anybody, it's like, okay, we nobody has all the answers. Yeah. Nobody has all the answers. But we can we can get all the answers. Mm-hmm. And and it may not be easy yeah. to get all the answers, yeah. but you can. For one, we have the internet, you can figure out almost anything, but then it's also about building your network of people. Mm -hmm. And so now that's what I have in my world are people, because there's a million things that I don't know, Uh (laughs) a million, (laughs) but I have a network of people who I can call who will either give me the answer or get me to somebody else who can help me get to the answer. And so I think we can apply that to any aspect of our, our businesses or our lives. Okay. But be a person that people want to hear from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, be that person. So as far as like connecting with me, the easiest thing is my name. Okay. Summerowens.com. Okay. Summerowens.com. And on my website, there are links to all my social media. Okay. Um, including my YouTube channel where I do host my So a Success Stories interviews. I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram and TikTok now. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm getting ready to to travel to um, to my VA. I have a VA and I'm gonna put it out there because uh-huh. I'm making it happen. I gotta make it happen. She's in the Philippines. Okay, okay. And I'm um, working on a trip to uh around Asia. Wow. Um to film some Ooh, more content nice. and yeah. do some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, cool. I am looking forward to it. So you heard it here first. I'm yeah. working on it. And, and <laughs> you know, if it don't happen, this right now is a it's reason gonna it's yeah. gonna happen. So it's gonna be fun. But I'm having a lot of fun on social media. Okay. Uh, right now, LinkedIn is a big one for me yeah. um, because I like connecting professionally, too. Okay. So, uh, But all those links, all the links are at SummerAllens.com, including the link to the Sola Foundation, our nonprofit.
0: Okay. Well, listen, Summer, as as things continue to grow and you continue to accomplish these amazing things, can we get you back on the show so people can keep up with you?
1: <laughs> please. Okay.
0: I'm gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna get you back on please. here because I know people after they see this, they're gonna wanna keep up with you. So thank I'll you again. It. I truly appreciate it. This has been a blessing. This has been a profitable conversation. Love it, love yeah, it. I like love that. it. Yes. <laughs> <So good. laughs>